BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Hey, this episode of the Therapy Gecko podcast is brought to you by the Therapy Gecko merchandise store where you can buy a t-shirt, my face on it, at www.therapygecko.com. Once again, that's www.therapygecko.com. You can get a t-shirt of me as a gecko and as a gecko guy, and uh, every time you do, I get a little bit of money. We got stickers and shirts and stuff. Once again, that's www.therapygecko.com. Okay, thank you. Let's get into the calls. Hey, this is Lyle again. Uh, just before we start, I want to say that uh, normally in, in previous podcasts, between callers, I have the little that little voice that goes, call from, and then it's got a little beeping sound. And sometimes you'll hear that on this podcast, and sometimes you won't, and it'll probably be like that on podcasts moving forward until I uh, figure out a, a different way to do transitions. But yeah, I just want to let you guys know that. All right, thanks. Hello, Therapy Gecko. Hey, yes. how's it going? How are you? Uh, I'm great. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime. So um, I'm calling because I got myself in a little bit of a predicament with a friend of mine, um, uh, and I wanted your advice as to how I should handle it. So if, uh, he's just moved to a new house. He, his house uh, burned down uh, last year in a fire, and they rebuilt a house. Um, and so, you know, it's obviously been a long time coming. So he wanted to have a big housewarming party. So he did. And it's this big, immaculate two-story house. And it's got a big pool in the back, um, really decked out. So it's a fun party. I go and everyone's swimming and he's barbecuing. And um, anyway, so long story short, I have to go to the bathroom. So I, I go, I towel myself off. And I uh, wait for the downstairs bathroom to be unoccupied. Uh, I wait and I wait and someone's taking a long time. I have to go really bad. And it's not number one uh, to, you know, be impolite about it. So um, I decide to take matters into my own hands. And I'm like, I got to find a bathroom. I go upstairs to the part of the house that no one's really supposed to go. But it's an emergency. So I run and find the bathroom and go um and then i go to flush and i realize that this bathroom isn't even like hooked up plumbing wise like the water isn't hooked up there's a toilet there there's a sink there 
but nothing's running. And so I, I can't flush. And it's something that you probably, you know, would like to flush. And uh, so I, I panic. I don't know what to do. And there's nothing I can do. So I just abandon ship. I look both ways when I leave and I, no one saw me and I run downstairs and I rejoin the party. Um, anyway, skip ahead. They figure out about it and they they ask me like, Oh, did you hear about what happened? Was that you? And I, I denied it. Uh, but turns out they caught me on the ring camera upstairs where like they're like, they have a baby. Uh, and caught me on camera. So uh, I'm a little hosed now. And let me ask you sort of an important question. When first interrogated about whether or not it was you that left a turd in their bathroom, did you lie? Yes. Yeah. No, I, I ball face lied to him. And you already knew. And how did you feel once the evidence was presented? No, I mean, ashamed, ashamed. I mean, I, I turned red, and he was very like, "Yeah, dude." And I could tell how disappointed he was that I didn't come clean. Uh, <laughs> really bummed, and uh, I did. I, I didn't think like you know if that happened to me I I probably brush it under the rug and like I wouldn't embarrass someone and like confront them and I felt so I when confronted I just panicked I didn't I didn't expect it <laughs> and were they upset with you how do you feel like they felt Yeah they were, they were pretty upset with me because apparently they had to like call a plumber and they thought I should have like, you know, offered to pay for it. You know, so you? I, yeah, yeah, no, I, I ultimately did. I, I forked over like, it was like a hundred bucks or something. Really? It's only a hundred bucks to unclog a toilet. That actually seems kind of high. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I, it wasn't necessarily clogged. It was, it was that you, they had to, you know, remove what was in there. And, you know, if you know what I mean. You're telling me there's, there's a guy or a girl or a company that you can just pay $100 to. Do you think if you, do you think the same, comp, the same company, like if you just took a shit in the middle of your floor, could you call them and for a hundred dollars they would they would just take it and clean it up, or do you think they would only do it if it's in a toilet? <laughs> yeah, say what you want about capitalist, you know, America or you know what Western nations, but you could pay someone a sum of money to do pretty much anything. Do you have any further plans on top of? Um, reimbursing them for uh, the cleanup fees uh, to make it up to them? I, I feel like I should just let the, the, the it, I should just like drift away, you know, like slowly stop seeing them as a friend. This, like they, I wasn't that close with them to begin with and this seems like, a, I, I don't know how I can recover. Besides paying for it and, you know. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah I, I have a couple other friends. All right, so it's not that bad. You can afford to lose a few friends. Thank you so much for sharing. Call from Matt. Matt. Hello, Jack. Matt, it's you and me, dude. Look, fuck. I know everyone's always like, oh, there's all these people. Look, forget about the people watching, Matt. It's all about. It's about nothing. Like, you know, we got to embrace that, Matt. Man, I'm alone in my dorm right now. It's just you and me. We're just talking. All right. Yeah. What's. All right. You're alone in your dorm. That's. That's. There's yeah. something there. There's something there. Why? You know, tell me. I found you. I, I was at the gym at my school, and I get recommended your uh, podcast. I'm just in love with what you're doing. And I, I was wondering if you had any questions for me. Yeah, I have a lot of questions for you. Um, are you alone in your dorm room? How does that make you feel? Do you wish you were somewhere else, or do you enjoy where you are right now? Well, um, well, I'm definitely introverted, so I like to have my alone time. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I'm not too upset at the moment. I'm just relaxing. Okay. okay. What, what do you study in school? Engineering. Engineering. Well, everyone studies engineering these days. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, industrial engineering. So not as much uh, involved with the physics and all that. More about math and statistics and oh optimizing things. Sounds uh, so. Sounds really so boring. a philosophy comedy podcast was just what I needed to you know balance out everything. Cool. Cool. Have you have you been doing too many? You've been crunching too many numbers. Is it getting to you? It is, but you know it's only the third week of uh, the semester, so. So so what I'm to... hearing is it's going to get worse. Yeah, you know I'm getting into my uh, into my routine. You know. Okay. Okay. Are you freshman? No, I'm a junior. Okay. Okay. So you, so you've already you're you're getting into your team, but you already sort of have had a routine for at least a few years. Yeah, but it's it's in person, you know. So I can't like, you know, I have to not wear underwear to class only, you know, or I have to care about how I present myself because I'm not just on a Zoom call with no camera, you know. Do you and, dress? Do you dress nice? I, I just dress to be confident in myself. I don't I don't uh I don't I'm not buying crazy clothes or anything. What are you what are you wearing right now? I'm wearing basketball shorts and a t shirt. That's what I've been wearing for two years. That's the quarantine outfit, I think. Let me ask you something. How long What's the longest you've you've worn an article of clothing consecutively without washing it? God damn. Probably. Be honest with me. Okay, are jeans an article of clothing? Because you can get like three or four wears out of a pair of jeans. Three or four? Well, I mean, yeah. That's I, I, I amateur, my friend. Complete. 
Oh no. Okay. Probably I, I wore a shirt for four days straight. That that's probably it. Nice, nice. But I felt like a piece of shit, so I haven't done that again. No. Well, look. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, I, I've gone through like I've. I mean, I, I've. I. I am not just saying this as a joke. I've. I've worn the same shirt and pant combination for like weeks, possibly. There have been times in my life in which I, I've just woke up and put the same pair of the same shirt and the same pair. Fuck it. Sometimes the same underwear too. I wasn't gonna mention. No, you, now that, you're, but sho- I, I have no you're showering. But you clean yourself, but you decide, you know, I want to put on this stuff that reminds me of when I wasn't clean. It's more just like, you know, I I think what it is, for me at least, is that there's so many things. And, you know, I'm going to get people, you know, I I get hate on this all the time, but it's I think it's just how I feel. There's so many things in life that demand of you, and I, I can't be bothered to do them, they, you know, like... Eating food, brushing your teeth twice a day. I do it. I brush my teeth twice a day. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't do it at night, but I do it at least every morning. I um, think the entire population can relate to that. Attitude. You know, taking showers. You have to make your bed. You got to do the. De- it's just. It's just too demand. It's too demanding to like. There's like. There's like this standard of a correct way to uh ex- exist <laughs> and it's it's just too much effort to meet the standard so i just break so instead it's a life hack you just bring your standard of living t- way down and you know to be honest i think i'm a i'm a slave to that mindset like i i'm always thinking like oh what are people gonna think like you know i i i've i've yet to just you know, let it go and just wear that shirt again, you know? Interesting you say you're a slave to that mindset because, you know, it's a a powerful mindset. I had this moment when I went off to college. Um, You know, when I was in high school, my mom, you know, had done my laundry. And um, Mm -hmm. she had always, like, I had, like, a black socks and white socks. And, you know, my mom would, like, take the socks and, like, you know, pair the white socks with the black socks. And I was in, you know, my dorm and I was doing my laundry and I was putting away my socks. And I was, and I just started mixing the white socks and the black socks. And, um, I felt like, I don't know, I felt like I was doing something wrong, but then I kind of realized, like, wait a minute, the idea that I have to pair the black socks with the white socks is an illusion. I get to decide what matters to me in this life. And this is not something that does. Absolutely. That's that's you know, I'm waiting to have that breakthrough. I've not had that yet. It'll happen for you. It'll happen for you. I believe in you. Well thanks for talking, Gek. It's always of course, uh, man. It's a pleasure. Of course, pleasure talking to you too, man. You have a good rest of the night in your dorm. Hey, you too. Call from Emily. Emily? Hello? What's up, Emily? Oh my god, what's up, Gek? You know, <laughs> I'm uh <laughs> I'm chilling in this in outer space. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I cannot complain. 
I did not think this would happen. I'm not going to lie. Wait, we spoke already, didn't we, Emily? No, we did not. I tried calling in Wednesday, and I cannot get through, dude. Like, okay. at all. This is the first time we're talking. Yes, it is. Sick, yeah. If there's someone... I'll be honest with you. Somebody called in like a week ago who has your exact same accent. And I thought that, <laughs> that, this, that was you. No, I mean, I'm from the South. So, I mean, it's kind of country, but it's not. Okay. Would you, I don't you know. Would you consider yourself a, a country person? Absolutely not. <laughs> I hate I hate it. You hate the South. I don't hate the South. I just, um, I don't like the mindset that a lot of people have down here. Sure. Yeah. Well, how it's, would you describe um, that mindset? Well, so I live in a smaller town and the uh, small town mentality is really bad here. Like even with COVID, a lot of people think it's a hoax. And I think it's a joke or, you know, and I work in a doctor's office, so I see it all the time. And um, I tell people, I'm like, listen, it's not a joke. It's not a joke at all. And they just they just think it's, oh, I don't have to wear a mask. I'm fine. And I, I hate it. I hate it so much. Have you ever thought about leaving the South and going to a new place? Well, I mean, I have... But I have like all my family is here, sure, and they live about like an hour away from me. So it's kind of it's more of I'm here because I have family, and I'm very close to my family. That's good. Who I mean, who in your family do you like? Um. Well, I like my mom. Cool. I I did like my dad, but he passed away last month, so that's kind of that sucks. But oh, I was close geez, to I'm him. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, he um he passed from COVID, so like that's another thing that I get like really riled up about it. So Damn. I I mean I like my parents, I like my siblings. Um, I'm just really pretty really close. Um, it just we just have that family dynamic where. We're just close. Um, I'm not really close to any of my other family, but more of the intimate intimate family is I hold it close to my heart. I personally, I've always felt as though the uh, extended family is overrated. You know, it is. It is. I'm not gonna lie. I I I, I agree with you, Gag. Um, you got your mom. You got your you got your parents. You got your siblings. Yeah, you know, keep 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 the circle tight. That's, exactly. That's at the end of the day, I have a lot more friends that I consider family than my actual family. So it, you learn the older you get, the more I realize that family sucks. Yeah, I used to. Um, I've never liked. I, I never liked the convention that like you have to. Um, you have to. I don't, why do I? You like have to love. Um, your extended family, like, yeah. You know, I mean, it's kind of weird, right? Like, you know, like I, like for yeah. example, you know, I see my grandma maybe once a year, you know, on the holidays. I'm supposed to love mm-hmm. her. I don't have, you that, know, yeah. 
what I don't even uh, I don't I barely know the the woman, you know. Exactly. I have like cousins and aunts and uncles that I see maybe once every couple of years and they're like, "Oh, Emily, love you." And I'm like, hmm, "Cool. I, I yeah, don't really love like, you. Um, I don't have a relationship." You know. But I think from being from the south, it's a mindset where everybody is family and you're just like no it's not yeah dude i love that keeper uh, yeah dude you don't you don't have I, I i i don't like these these mindsets this goes back with the socks thing you know <laughs> yep. these ideas of societal norms you know you have to love your grandparents you have to match your socks you don't have to do anything that's, dude that's what i'm saying i get made fun of because i wear mitch max socks every day I don't care. Like, what's the point? Nobody's going to see my socks and my shoes. I'm not taking my shoes off. And she's like, hey, look, I'm wearing matching socks. I don't care if I'm wearing a Christmas sock and a, and a Halloween sock. What does it fucking matter? It doesn't. You're living your life the right way, Emily. I know. I just go through life like, it is what it is, dude. I'm just living. Well, thank you so much for calling, dude. You're welcome, Gek. You have a great evening, dude. I'll fucking try. Thank you, Emily. All right, bye, dude. That was Emily. Hello. How many people are you with? Uh, four people. What's your relationship to them? Uh, my wife is here. My best friend that I've known for fifteen years easily. Uh, and his wife is here. Uh, I was just curious, uh, should we have an orgy? Should you have an orgy? Um, repeat the people that are here again. My wife that I've known for 15 years. My uh, best friend that I've known for 15 years. Uh, uh, yeah, like, like, like 18 years or so. Uh, and and his his wife uh, that he's been with for six years. Six years. Okay, you. We are drinking heavily. Okay. And uh, so, should we have an orgy? You, so it's you, your wife, uh, your friend, your best friend, and your best friend's wife. Who's the who's the fourth person, or is it four people total, including you? It's four people, including me. Have you guys ever had an orgy before? Uh, we have not. Let me talk to your wife. Oh. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> what do you think about What's um? That? What so your your husband wants to have an orgy? What do you? What do you? What is your opinion on this? I mean, I think I was the instigator. You were the instigator. Okay, so it was your idea. Yeah. Okay. Um. Now, what is it about having an orgy uh, that is appealing to you right now? Uh, I don't know. He's the only guy I've ever been with. Your husband is the only guy you've ever been with. Yeah. 
are you interested in being um, with with both? Uh, how close are you with with your husband's friend and and his wife? Yeah. How close are you? How are you to now? What? Yes. How, how close? close? How close? I didn't hear. How close are you with? Oh, we're we're really close. We just never see each other. Hmm. Okay. So, so this this is sort of a fleeting opportunity because of how rare yeah. it is that you can see each other. Tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Let me talk to um your husband's friend. Now which one? You're on. Hello. I'm the friend. How are, how are you feeling about the? Uh, I'm sort of gauging the temperature of the room here um, before I I sort of give um, you know my thoughts. Um, what what how are, how are you how are you feeling about um, the the um, prospect of having sex with not only your wife but your friend's wife and and also your your friend? Uh, I don't know. Okay, so you're not obviously sure. when you encounter talk, this problem, talk, here. Listen, talk, what's what's your name? What's your name? Elliot, Elliot, talk me through your thought process of the pros and the cons, and and you know, I, I can tell that you know, I can tell that. Um, I see no pros or cons. I see, I say, I see pros. All I see is pros. I see no cons. Okay, in, in my benefit. Okay, okay, you only see pros in your benefit, but but yet you you remain unsure, or is that not the case? His wife is making me unsure about this. Don't need to talk to. Okay, why? Why is his wife making you unsure? Because she thinks it's going to destroy me and his friendship. And I already mm. told her, which we're not bros, but I did say bros before hoes. Okay. And he's the one that's really excited on this. So I'm, I'm, I'm purely curious. If you're, what's your friend's name? David. So if David. Is and David, by the way, seems I know that it wasn't even his idea, but he seems easily the most excited about this. If he believes, yes, if he he's does, so excited exactly. about it, like I said, then what then what, what makes you believe that it will ruin your friendship? It's not it's not that, it's his wife thinks it's gonna ruin me and his friendship. Oh, okay, so his wife thinks it's but it was her idea. No, it wasn't her idea, but she was down when he mentioned it. I th- she told me that it was her idea and that she... She answered. mentioned that it's a joke. Someone. Yeah, I said I was the instigator. Let me talk you to you. You want to talk to that person Let me mind? talk to your wife. Let me talk to your wife. Your wife. Name it. Her name is Tabitha. Ella? Hey, bud. Ella? Hello. Is uh, that your can name? you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. What's your name? Gabby. Gabby? Tabitha. I like thought your Tabitha. name was Ella, and it was like Elliot and Ella, and I was going to say that that's a weird name. It's not Elliot and Ella. That'd be weird if I if I if I got with a guy whose name was like mine. That would just cause more problems and solutions. Mm. Okay, so Gabby, you said your name was no, not Gabby. T Tabby, like a cat. T is in Tom, Abby. I'm. Um, I'm going to present sort of all the information that I've sort of gathered 
and um, see what your what your thoughts on it. Apparently, the situation is that, um, and this is just from what I've been told. I'm hearing conflicting stories now. Um, apparently, mm-hmm. David's wife um, instigated the idea of an orgy, and mm-hmm. uh, this excited David. And um, <laughs> Elliot is also interested in the idea, but. Um, is possibly slightly worried that it will have some sort of effect on his and David's friendship, and I'm I'm sort of curious what what your thoughts are on that. All right, so let me give you a little bit of background here, bud. Sure. So these three all know each other. They all grew up together. I did not grow up with these people. This is my first time meeting David and his wife. We came out for vacation. I've never met these people. Wonderful people. Glorious people. I consider them family by now. However, so you've never met any of these people before. First time. Nope. Nope. Just Elliot. Okay. Continue. So no, I've never met Dave. Never met Taryn. I've talked to them on the phone, but I've never met them in person. We live very far away from each other, and we took vacation to come out and see them. Got it. But uh, this is the first I'm hearing about this orgy idea. I didn't realize that this was an option. I didn't realize that this was something to be brought up. So I'm blindsided just as much as you are, friend. So and so you're just hearing it now from me. Well, I'm I'm hearing it from the, the room. Yeah, from the room. Okay, and and you know, I know that you're blindsided, uh, possibly experiencing some maybe level of, of, of shock, um, not knowing that this 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 was an option. Um, and I, I don't know if you've had the time to to think about it more in depth, but it's a process. I mean, what, yeah, it's a process. And and if, and if you have, I don't know if you have, because 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 it is still a fresh idea. What what are, what are your thoughts and feelings? <laughs> I mean, well, obviously, also, I worry about the impact it's going to have on our friendship. However, that being said, we don't, I, this is the first time I'm meeting them. We might not see them for another year. So, like, what's the worst that can happen? Mm. Okay. Also, though, we have never dabbled in this territory, my husband and I. So, I don't even know how to go about this. So, mm. maybe if you have some some insight on how you instigate an orgy like things you can say candles to light maybe certain music that sets mm. the mood to put people's minds mm. at ease mm. well of course look i mean here's the thing here's 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 my here's my genuine thoughts is all I, all four of you all four more of alcohol. You, um from all four of you from what i've gathered over the course of my conversation mm-hmm. um with all of you seem like uh, very open-minded people. Very open people. This this conversation is is happening, um, you know, in plain view. It's happening very openly, and everyone seems to be um, on board. And I think, look, that's the most important thing: is that everyone's on board. Everyone's committed to the idea. Well, obviously. Um, and once once It'd be weird otherwise. Once that's established, once any sort of uh, uh, possible issues are brought to the table and resolved. Um, I mean, you guys can just sort of go wild and start fucking and sucking each other. All right, let me ask you though. 
Josh, in your personal life, have you ever had a multiple partner experience? I can ask him questions. I'm asking him for his advice. I want to know if he has any background on the advice he's giving. I'm not being rude. Well, how do you how do you no? feel right now? What is the root? You know what? Actually, let me back I to David. Fine. <laughs> Yo. All right. So, David, after having discussed it with with every party involved. Um, I mean, everyone, everyone seems on board. I think you're definitely on board. Your wife instigated the idea, so I assume she's on board. Um, Elliot seems on board. Um, Cabby, was it Tabby or Cabby? Cabby with a T. Cabby seems kind of down. I mean, I would confirm it with everyone first, but, um... I mean, look, here's the, here's the have truth you, of the matter. I'm not really involved have you, in this. Have you ever done it? I, I know you're not involved, but have you ever done something like this? What did you say your name was again? David. David. <sighs> Listen, call back next week and let me know how it was. Call from <clears throat> Sydney. Sydney. Hi. How the hell are you doing, Sydney? What's up? I'm doing good. How the hell are you? Uh, man, I'm a gecko. I'm floating around in the sky. I'm on the internet. Talking to strangers on the phone, Sydney. It's Holy everything. Shit. It's nothing. We're together in this moment digitally on the internet. I, You know, there's no expectations. I... I don't know what, what you know, Sydney. It's so crazy. What after all these words that we've all said, not just me, not just you, but throughout all of human history. I mean, Sydney, is there anything even left to say of all the after all um, these years and all these words that are said and done? Absolutely not. I'm left completely speechless. There are no words left to be said at all. I was about to say that that's a problem, but maybe it's not. Maybe we, maybe, maybe we should just start to accept certain things that we, that we ultimately know to be true, like the fact that there are no word, there are no more words to be said. But we can repeat some of the words that have already been said, just for fun, for nostalgia's sense. How do, what do you think just about for that? Just kissing giggles. I concur. I agree. What's your talent? Um, I am a painter. I love to paint. Um, I like to think I'm pretty good at it. So, that's my talent. What do you paint? Um, portraits. I love painting people, faces, things. Um, I'm really bad at finishing. Like, I feel like I'm one of those people that, like, get halfway through their paintings. But, like, it's kind of my thing. Like, if I look at my wall right now, I have, like, at least three paintings that are like unfinished but just enough that like it's cool that they're unfinished i was about to say you know what by the way you are a perfect example of one of my favorite concepts which is turning weaknesses into strengths which is good to do in art because it's so subjective you're taking the fact that you don't know how to finish or that you you rarely are able to finish your paintings and turning it 
into a intentional artistic decision. Or pre- Thank you. <laughs> and you're presenting it as an intentional artistic decision. Yes, exactly. You're so smart. That's smart. That's smart of you. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I think painting is kind of underrated. I feel like it was kind of on and popping in like the Renaissance. But like, I feel like nowadays a lot of people are scared to become artists. Really? Are you? Why do you think they're scared? Because I'm also scared to become an artist. <laughs> you already are an artist. Well, I mean, yeah, but, like, I want to go, like, I'm kind of torn between, so I'm in the process of, like, applying to college, and, uh, like, a lot of times I'm like, damn, like, what do I want to do? Like, do I want to go to art school? Do I not? And, like, a lot of people would try to talk me out of, like, art school because it's kind of, like, a waste of money in a lot of people's eyes, so it's really discouraging. See, okay, here's my opinion, if, if you want it. Pursuing, pursuing a career in the arts is not even kind of a waste of time, you know? And, there, and, and also, by the way, financially invest, by the way, financially investing in a career in the arts is not a waste of money. But... There, uh, keep in mind, there are many different ways to financially invest in a career in the arts than just going to art school. Does that make sense? Yeah, because, like, again, I was like, why would I waste so much money? Not waste money, but spend money and be taught and criticized over stuff that I already know how to do, you know, like. That's also an argument that I have with myself because, like, I could just, like, freelance or, like, sell art whenever. Why do I need to go to school to do it? But then I thought, like, maybe getting, like, some sort of education, like, certification would be good because education is, like, that's never going to die. Everybody always wants to learn. So it's, like, I'll always have a backup if I don't make it like selling art privately I could be like an art teacher Mm. do you um how do you sell art now do you use the tiktok and the the Um, instagram the I'm trying to get into it I have like instagram for my painting um but it's, it's mainly local stuff like my mom is like one of my biggest fans. She always like tells everybody, my daughter, she's an artist. She paints, she does this. And she's like my like momager. <laughs> I love her very much. Shout out to my mom. Well, listen, um, you know, I, 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 as a fan, as, as just because you're such a case study of turning the weakness into the strength via your signature unfinished paintings. I hope that you succeed because um, that'll inspire me in my own, um, you know, in presenting my, um, you know, laziness as, um, as an intentional decision in the things that I do as well. 
Thank you. I appreciate that. There's no crime in being lazy at all. I feel like if <laughs> I feel like if you feel like being lazy is what's best for you in the moment, then you do what's best for you, Gek. What did you say your name was? Sydney. Sydney. Good luck to you. Thank you so much, Gek. Love you. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online option for therapy with video, voice, and texting chat options with a licensed therapist that can be done completely at your own pace and on your own schedule. You don't need to leave your house. You don't need to sit in traffic. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with one of several therapists on the platform. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge until you find one that works for you, and you can communicate with your therapist as often as you want and whenever you feel it's needed. It's never a bad idea to find someone qualified to talk to about your issues and get some guidance on them. Learn to make time for what makes you happy by visiting betterhelp.com gecko today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash gecko. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. What is Liquid Death? It might look like a beer or some kind of crazy energy drink, but it's not. Liquid Death is a healthy beverage brand that makes mountain spring water, low sugar sodas, and low sugar iced teas. I've been trying to cut down on my sugar this year, and Liquid Death sodas and teas have been super helpful as they are sweetened instead by agave. Liquid Death is bringing death to single-use plastic bottles with their infinitely recyclable cans. Liquid Death also donates a portion of profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. You can get free shipping of Liquid Death's Mountain Water, Flavored Spring Water, and Iced Tea 8-Packs with Amazon Prime, or grab a can or a case at your local 7-Eleven, Target, Walmart, Whole Foods, or on Instacart. Go to liquiddeath.com gecko to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com slash gecko. Liquiddeath.com slash gecko. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Hello? How are you? Uh, not doing too bad. Um, what about yourself? Uh, I'm chilling. I'm doing all right. Um, you know, I um, it's been some good calls today. Um, you know, trying to stay in the groove. Yeah, no, um, I agree. 
chilling. I'm just hang. I'm just chilling, oh, man. I'm Honestly, I'm just having a good time, man. That's what life's all about. Just fucking. You know what? Good vibe. No, I couldn't agree more. Time, and man. yeah, no, I do. I totally agree. Um, I guess I should ask: Do you prefer going by Lyle or Gek? I'd rather I'd rather address you. Um, man, look, you can call me whatever you want, man. I mean, look, man, I mean, these are just labels, man. I mean, I'm just a guy. Just a gecko <laughs> guy, you know? Come on, man. It's all, it's all good. Man, it's yeah, no, you know, you're not wrong. Um, chilling, man. Come on. <laughs> no, um, so I guess the, I appreciate you taking the call first and foremost. Um, and I guess I, I'll, I'll just lay it out for you. Um, 22. Uh, single father and um, I was in a five-year relationship with uh, somebody whom I lived with and I'm just getting real bad mixed signals I guess where she tells me one thing but her actions speak another and this has been going on for probably a year and a half now and I just need to know from a neutral standpoint um, you know if you have any personal experiences with any uh, gecko relationships you know, what I should do for myself or what I should try to do for myself. Okay, so you are telling me that you are in a... You are currently in a relationship with this person? You were in a relationship with this person? You said, you have a, you said you're 22 and you have a kid. How old's the kid? Um, I had him when I was 16, believe it or not. Um, okay. He is six. Okay. Uh, I'll be turning 23 next week, if that matters. Happy fucking birthday, dude. Um... Okay, and the and so what's the deal with 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 this woman? She's your child. Are you with her? Is she your child's? No, this is mother. Um, so after my child was born, no, not my child's mother, but my child does see her as a mother. If that makes sense, I, I was with her for five years, um, and because the relationship with my child's mother ended quickly after he was born. I did everything I could to make it work. Um, but it didn't. It is what it is. And is, she's is been the with still me. In the picture? Bro, I was Yeah, no. Um we actually have a I would say a good relationship now. And everybody liked each other. other. Um yeah, no, I actually fought in court and thankfully I had a good support system where you know, I was able to fund uh court fees through high school and I fought for a good two and a half, three years. Um, for joint legal physical custody. Mm. Okay. And the only reason I guess I point that fact out is because um, I guess my now ex, she was with me throughout that time and helped support me. Um, because you know that, that's quite a difficult uh, thing to do, especially as <laughs> you know a teenager, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um. All right. So. So. Okay, so you have sort of split custody with the kids, with the kid, with uh, uh, yes, with the kid's mother, who you have a good relationship with, and then, okay, tell me about this person that you say you have a toxic relationship with. Um, well, I think she's a great person. Um, she challenges me, like, mentally. Like, when we have conversations, and I think, you know, we, we don't clash, so to say, but, mm -hmm. you know, we see each other's point of view. Um, and 
I don't want to say it's so much toxic, um, but I guess, well, no, I guess it is toxic if you really think about it. Um, but it hasn't always been. We lived together. Um, up until COVID hit, I was a, uh, I worked in a hospital. I won't specify really what I did, but I worked a clinical position in a hospital and I was there when COVID all first started. Um, and unfortunately for myself, my family at the time, I was helping take care of my grandmother who had cancer. So I decided to leave my position at the hospital so I could do that more effectively. Um, so then I was out of a job and then she in turn lost her job and we had lost our house after that and had to move back in with my parents. So why is this, why is this this a toxic relationship? For right now, it's been about a, over a year and she gives me verbal communication that she doesn't want anything, but then she still comes over. She will spend the night um, and we'll, you know, do our college homework together. We'll get dinner. We'll see movies. Um, she still is around my kid occasionally. And it's it's kind of like doing everything that you would do in a relationship without actually okay. being you're, in the relationship. You're saying this as if she's, like, doing these things against your will. No, no, she's not. I don't take it that way. That's not what um, what I mean by that. I mean, I sure. enjoy it. Like, I enjoy her genuinely as a person, right? Okay. Like, I think she, like so I said, she's a great person out as in general. Yeah, no, nothing, um, nothing, you know, So then what, what, like what is your, what is, what is your issue? What is, why, why do you claim that she's being toxic? <sighs> Because she'll tell me, like I said, she'll tell me one thing, like I'm trying to think of a good example. She'll tell me, you know, she doesn't want a relationship right now. Um, and I try to respect that. I try to respect that boundary, but, you know, we'll go home. You know, I have, this will be like over dinner, right? Because she has to go to dinner or I had asked to go to dinner because, you know, I'm guilty of that, too. I'm not going to lie. I'm trying to yeah, lay all okay. the facts so, out on the table. So, all right. So here's can I, here's what I'm hearing. Is that this girl has told you a bunch of times that she doesn't want a relationship, but you guys are still doing relationship things, and that's bothering you because she's being unclear. And don't put up, don't put up with that. I, I I I people have called in about that. I hate that stuff. Don't put up with that. You know, like it's not good for anyone. Gotcha. You know, just don't 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 yeah. don't put up with that. Like if if you're gonna. If you're, if you're look, if you guys are gonna hang out and be friends, like hang out and be friends. You know, if you guys are gonna be in a relationship, be be in a relationship. Don't do this thing that's gonna just fuck with both of you, where you're like on the fence about things. And I get that it's complicated, you know. But just like, what do what, yeah. what are you living in limbo for? You know. I mean, also if she doesn't want, guess, if she's telling I mean, you that she doesn't want a relationship, and you say that you want to respect that. Then, like, look, you know, if she says, like, hey, do you want to, like, hang out and sleep? When she, Next time she's like, hey, can I come over and sleep with you in your bed? Be like, hey, you know, I I, uh, I love you. I, I, I really do. But if we're not going to be in a relationship, you know, I, I can't do relationshipy kind of things with you like that. You know, you got, I, I think you got to yeah. be firm about that, you know, or else. This is and I think that's where I struggle. Happening. You know, I got you. Yeah, no, and I, I, I think it's, I struggle with that, and I, I acknowledge it. 
I mean, it's hard because what what you're really uh, what what you're really sort of being tasked with here is like being honest about how you feel, you know, yeah. and straight and being honest about how you feel is really hard. Yeah. Um, understandably so. Um, but it's it's and having a child in the equation is just a lot harder because you know, like I said before, my my kid sees her as like a that's mother and a parental yeah, figure. Yeah, that's another right? thing, dude. I mean, and, and you know, it just complicates things so much more. And like, I've been trying to do better as a father, you know, between work and my college studies, you know, I'm trying to do my best there and put him first, you know, because as you do with a child and like part of me in the back of my head just kind of chirps at me because he's always asking about her. Like even now, like he, you know, we, his mother and I got him like a cell phone. He's like, he talks to her on the phone. Um, he talks to her on the phone. Text her. Yeah. How old is he? You said he was five. He's six. He'll be six. turning seven. We got him just like a cell phone, Holy like an old cell phone. Just an old just cell phone. I, him, I, um, I couldn't even use an old cell phone. You mean one like the fucking flip phone where you every like word that you text, no you have to no press no the it's fucking. <laughs> It's it's it, to be more, it's an old iPhone to be clear. He uses the he can text small words like hi, bye stuff, but he mostly uses like the voice chat, I guess. And we specifically got it for him so he can communicate with um, his mother and myself when he's not in our homes, mm-hmm. or with you know with the other families. And that's you know we monitor the contacts and stuff. You and know all that. Okay, I'm kind of curious. And I don't want to like, like rip that away. You don't want to rip away the relationship that your son has with uh, this 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 woman. Yeah, because I, I don't think that's healthy. I mean, well, you know, I, no. I, 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 I mean, look. Here's men- here's the here's the thing. You, okay, so when you say you don't think it's healthy, like you don't think it's healthy for him to like develop this relationship with this person, and then for you to rip it away. Because here's the thing: if he's developing this relationship with this person on the on a foundation of this is like a motherish figure because this woman is romantically involved with my dad and that's like the foundation of that relationship that i mean that is a lie unless if you guys actually are together so even if like you might think that by taking that away you're doing him a disservice it's possible that you would be doing him a disservice by letting him to continue sort of thinking about the relationship in those terms if that's not the truth. And another thing is, like, if this if this lady is going to, you know, commit to, like, being a part of your life and a part of your son's life, like, I, I, I think, and I, I, don't, I don't know, like, I, I'm not telling you, you know, I, 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 I would never, I don't even like giving advice to people even though I fucking have this stupid advice show. But, like... <laughs> If if it's important for you to to have this for for this woman to have a relationship with your son, like like you know she's got to kind of uh, kind of commit to it, you know. That's what I yeah. think, at least. You know. Yeah. Then I guess you know I guess the only thing that matters is time at this point, and only time will tell because we can't tell what the future is. Um, at least that's the way I see it, but. You know, at least in the moment, right? It's difficult to know which way, you know, what path to take with uh, 
with because I mean I don't know the right or wrong decision. No matter what here's way, all, you know. Here's what I'll say. Counts. From what you've told me, and correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like mm. hanging out with this woman while not knowing what your relationship with her is is bothering you. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Summed up, yes. I think that's a okay. great assessment that, of it. Okay, if that's bo- if that's bothering you, I think you mm. should tell her. I don't know if you've told her already. But if that's bothering you, then you should communicate that to her. Have you guys had a conversation about gotcha. that? Like, have have you talked to her and been like, we had, you know, what were you gonna say? Yeah. No, no, I was going to say, we've had plenty of conversations, and most of the time, um, whenever something gets brought up, it's more so, I don't want to talk about this anymore, I have too much on my plate already, or, you know, it gets cut off rather abruptly, and and I guess she had told me, um, you know, five minutes in person is okay, but, you know, I can't really do anything more than that, that, like, yeah. What do you mean by five minutes in person is okay, what does that mean? Well, the last conversation we had, um, I was just talking to her over the phone, and it got brought up. We talked about stuff for about 20 minutes, and at the end of that conversation, she was quite upset. Um, And she had said, listen, you know, talking about this stuff with you for five minutes, you know, face-to-face is one thing, but I can't talk about it, you know, for X, you know, 20, 30 minutes. Um, It's just too much. So it feels like he's trying to avoid it. if this if this is bothering you, like I think you need to talk about it. That's 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 sort of what I'll leave you with, even if it's hard. You know, the conversation you don't want to have is typically the one you have to have, which is annoying. I don't like that either. And I try to have. And I run those. away from that shit in my own life. And I try well. to have those all the time. But yeah, just try to keep some open communication going. You know. And, yeah. Uh, no, listen, I I, I try that, and obviously. Good luck in the future. It seems like you're doing the best you can for your son. It seems like you actually care. If I were 16 and I had a kid, I would. I don't even know what I would do. So you know, you handling your 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 you're fucking handling it as well as you can. So you know, take solace in that. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that, and I just would like to say for the record, I'm not trying to bad mouth her, right? I'm not trying to put or you know, air no, my. No, I don't think anyone thinks you're doing that. And um, I still respect this woman, and I still hold her at a very high standard, and I don't want anybody else to think that badly of her for what she, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, we're all people, and um, we make our own decisions, and, you know, it's all of our lives. Well, listen, man, thank you very much for calling, and uh, good luck to you. Well, I I do appreciate it. Um, You take care and have a wonderful night, and good luck to everybody else going through anything out there. Thank you, man. You take care. Hey, folks, it's Lyle here with an extremely brief message, just letting you know that if you are interested in supporting the stream and making it easier for me to do more therapy gecko stuff in the future, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Lyle forever. And for only five dollars, you can make it a heck of a lot easier for me to put this whole shebang together. That is patreon.com slash Lyle Forever. You also get access to exclusive streams, exclusive GEC content. You also get access to the exclusive GEC Legends Discord.
patreon.com slash Lyle forever. All right, back to the calls. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Gotta carry you. Um, I'm a gecko. These are facts. And you're on the internet. I'm a person. Do you like being a person? Uh, it's okay. I, I, I think at times I'd rather be a gecko. Why? You don't know what it's like to be a gecko. Mm-hmm. You know what? You're you're absolutely right. You're 100 percent right. But you know, I was you know I was calling because I was having a bad day. Um, somebody broke into my truck, stole some stuff, and then you know, in the back of my head, I was thinking, if you know somebody stole from Gek, what could they steal? What did they steal from you? Uh, without being too specific, some some pew pew stuff, a, a firearm that I had in the vehicle, and uh, some other little things that I had in there. They stole a gun from your car. Yep. Did they steal drugs from your car? No, no. Well, I know I know the gun makes it look like I'm you know some sort of criminal, but. In reality, um, you know, I live in Texas. I'm always at farms and ranches, so I usually have a gun on me because, you know, we have a lot of wild animals that uh, are keen on attacking humans down here. Have you ever been attacked by a wild animal? I'm sorry? Have you ever been attacked by a wild animal? I have, actually. Uh, We go uh, hog hunting. You know, they're an invasive species down here. There's there's way too many of them. And... um, they're not very nice, you know, and I've been, you know, you get too close to them and they're mean, they, they'll charge you. And then you kind of just got to do this thing where you run and shoot behind you and just hope that they don't catch up to you. It's, it's not the safest thing. Wait, so I don't understand your, but so if you're going hog hunting, why are how are you then running oh you're how you're like you're running away shouldn't they be running away from you if you're hunting them you would think so but in 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 this instance they are the alpha creature they, you know they they're very tasty but you know you do have to walk around and kind of look for them and you know you would think that they would run away and some do, but some are just just not very nice. And then they run after you, and the hunter becomes the hunted. I feel like you know the alpha I mean? creature is the one with the gun. You would think so, but but unless you if know, the pig had like a a bigger gun. You know, you make a good point there, and and I could see, I can see where you're coming from, but at the same time, it's kind of, you know, you kind of just have to be there. They're, they're, they're big, they're mean, there's instances where you can shoot them and they don't care, and they just keep running after you. They're, 
they're they're mean and they're tough. But I do see where you're coming from. How big is the biggest pig that you've been attacked? Who would win in a fight between one of these pigs and a bear? Well, I think the bear, 100%. You know, the, the, the thing with the bear is that he's basically got hands. You know, he's got the paws. And he could pin him down, and then he could bite him. The hog, resilient as they are, very tough. I still feel like like the bear, a hundred percent could could take a hog. Okay, but you say that the hogs are the alpha creatures. But yeah, sometimes sometimes they but are. You, but typically, are. when you go to fight the hogs. You win. Probably because you have a gun. For the most part, yes. For the most part, yes. So when, so that when they are the alpha, alpha creature, creature when they're running after. And those instances, yes. But, and the instances where I'm running and they're running behind me, um, you know, then they become the alpha. But you're the, running, the, the alpha. But you're switch. running from them, and you're shooting at them with a gun, and the bullet is faster than them. True, but the gun is the. Alpha I don't know if you've ever. Maybe not you. You know what you're like right. You, I, you know, honestly, I think if you didn't, I think oh, I think you're only correct if you don't have the gun. I think if it's just you versus the pig. Then I could see the pig being. You the make alpha a good creature. point. But the gun itself gives you a pretty clear advantage over the pig. That's true. That's true. You, you know, you make a very good point there. The only the only difference is that when you're trying to run and, and also shoot the thing that's running after you, you know, there's a lot of bouncing around. A lot of sometimes, you know, you don't always get that shot off. If I was sitting still, then I could hit him. But when you're trying to run... And shoot the thing that's running after you. It's uh, it's kind of like Alien vs Predator, you know. Extremely unsafe. Oh, it is. It is, but it, it's one of those things that it's just, it's just fun, you know. It's it's a hundred percent extremely unsafe. So someone broke into your car and stole the gun <laughs> that you used to run away from pigs while you shoot them. What do you what do you think that they're gonna do with it? I don't know. I, I would assume crime, seeing as how they were already committing a crime, I would assume that, that they're either gonna try and sell it or or commit crimes with it, you know? What what kind of crimes do you think that they'll commit with it? I'm not sure, you know. <clears throat> there's a there's a long list of things of crimes that you can commit with a firearm, you know. I'm I'm not sure what what they would or would not do. So what's your plan? Are you going to like get a new one? I might. I mean, I have others. I actually, I actually just got that one, and I had it in the vehicle that day. 
primarily because I was going to go to the shooting range later and try it out. Um, but that that did that didn't work out, seeing as how it was stolen. You know, my gut reaction to the idea of you going to shoot pigs for fun is to be appalled. But well, well, but but, but I'm not shooting them for fun. You you just said you were shooting them for fun, but. I eat bacon also yeah. for fun. So I so I don't know <laughs> if that makes me any better. Well, I don't shoot them for fun. It's fun to go you on said, the hunt. You said but you shoot them for I, fun. No, I say going out and shooting them is fun. The the hunt itself is fun, but I don't kill them just for fun. I don't leave them. I do. I do eat them. They're very tasty. Should lock your car doors next time. They were locked. They broke my window. Should lock your windows. From being. That's a good point. I have. I hadn't thought of that. You can do it next time. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Have a good night, Jack. Call from. Pauline. You know, Pauline was supposed to be the um, main love interest of of Mario throughout the Mario series, but she had um, her very first appearance in like the very first Mario game, which was Donkey Kong, or I guess that was a Donkey. No, nah, it's a fucking Mario game. But then she got Pauline's kind of made a comeback though, because she was he- featured heavily in the. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey, where she's like the mayor. Is that so? Yeah. I mean, she's got, she's sort of like become one of the lines of like peripheral sort of princesses to Princess Peach, like Rosalina and, um, and then Pauline. But, you know, I can well, see, I can see her. Mighty interesting, but I got to cut you off. I got to cut you off. I don't have much time. Why don't you I'm have much time? And at any moment, someone could come in and tell me to do something. So I'll make sure, it I quick. That. All right, let's do I it. I got it quick. I got a true story for you. All right. All right. So this girl I've been talking to, we split up about two months ago. We've been talking about getting back together. And, you know, we talked on and off every day. And we decided that tomorrow was the day we were going to move back in. Going to go over there, help her move her stuff, you know, get everything moved in. I have now been ghosted for all day today. I, I haven't heard a single thing from her, and that's where we're at. I feel so fucking stupid. I want to blow my fucking brains out, but I'm not going to. But it's, it's yeah. How do you recover from being so? I don't know. Where are you? Where would you? What would you do as a gecko in this situation? I think she was in a Mario Kart game. She was. Okay, she was. She was in Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. Yeah. Hey, I gotta go. Have a great night. You too. Call from Theo. Theo. Hello. Hey. Hi. Um. I. I'm. Hello. Yes. How are you doing today? Look, no, you know what? You don't have to ask me how I'm doing because you came in here with this energy that made that where you really just wanted to get into it, and I'm with you. Let's get into it. Okay, thank you. Um, 
So I personally don't have any problems with anything, but I have this one ex that I broke up with a few months ago. And she obviously still has feelings for me and I don't, she's, she's, she's in the dark place and I feel guilty about it. And what should I do about it? You feel guilty for breaking up with your ex-girlfriend because she's in a yeah. bad place. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't really know. Um, well, here's here's one thing I will tell you. Okay. Is that, and this is my own personal belief, is that, look, you have your reasons for breaking up with her, correct? Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that those reasons are meaningful to you, right? You're because here's why you shouldn't feel bad about this is because you are you feel guilty because you're breaking up with her because you're like but 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 you being in a relationship with her is of no use to her if the relationship is not working which I assume it's yeah. not because of the reasons that you have decided to break up with her so okay you, does that make sense. Like it, it does make sense. You you and look, you know, I don't know why you're breaking up with her. You don't have to tell me for, you know, me to say this, but um, you have your re the, the relationship is just not working out. You yeah, know? and that's why that's why it's being ended. And um, I know, you know, it's probably not working out for reasons that are like, I'm assuming, sort of out of your control. And I would consider like feelings. You know, maybe you're not feeling it anymore or something like that. I, w I would consider that not out of your control. I, think you can, I don't think you can force yourself to love anyone. So, look, you're kind of like... It, 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 would not, it would not be helpful to her or helpful to anyone for you to simply stay in a relationship that's not working because you feel bad or because you think it would help. It would actually... It's like ripping a band-aid off. Like, yeah. you know... You, but, you just gotta do it, you know? It, it doesn't help to stay in a bad relationship because this person's in a bad place. But the thing is, I've already broken up with her. Uh, I've moved on with my life. It's been months already. But she feels like she doesn't have anyone. She, um, it was a long distance and she's been complaining about she doesn't have any friends or anything. And I feel like I'm the only person person she oh well she, or she makes me feel like i'm the only person that she cares about and i just want her to like associate and socialize with other people better and just move away from me and move on and so we could just go our separate ways i think it's very sweet that you care about this person i can tell you care about this person i think it's nice but um, a like your you, this this sort of like I, I I I maybe you could call it a pity relationship or friendship even that yeah. she's trying to form with you is of is is as I've said no use to her because it's it it is not genuine from you um, yeah because no, it comes I from a place of pity which is ingenuine. So, so it's, yeah. it's, even if you were to like, you know, be sympathetic to these, these things that she's telling you, 
you know, it's it 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 just naturally is not coming from a a place that's useful to either of you, you know. And uh, look, I yeah. think it's sweet that you care. I really do, and it really seems like you care about this person, and you've done all that you reasonably can. But if you're gonna move on with your life, you got to just move on with your life. That's just my opinion. I've moved on, but I don't know if she has. At a certain point, it's not your responsibility. Okay, thank you for that. Of course. Have a nice day. You as well. Man, I wish I could have said something like that to the guy who was asking me who I was said the Mario Kart thing to. Call from. Acklin Walker. What is Acklin Walker? What is? Hello. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Well, how's it going? Um, I mean, look, you know, um, I'm sort of, you know, it's going like, it's going how it goes. You know, I'm a gecko on the computer talking to people on the phone. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can't believe what? I got through. Am I, I on I, speakerphone right now? Um, you are. Let me turn the volume down a little bit. My phone is like fucked up and like. Oh, um, go go ahead. Do me a favor. Take me off a of speakerphone real quick. Okay. Let me see. Is this better? Much better. Um, Jonathan. Jonathan, are you wearing shoes right now? Uh, I am not actually. Nope. Got some and why is that? Feet. Why aren't you wearing shoes right now, Jonathan? Uh, because I am laying on the bed, um, and just didn't didn't seem right. And honestly, I was like a little warm, and uh, your body temperature is actually heavily affected by your feet. And so I took the shoes off to cool my body down. Mm, that's a very well thought out answer to that question. Thank you, thank you very much. Do you typically put a lot of thought into the answers that you provide to very close to? Do you typically put a lot of Do you typically put a lot of thought into the answers that you provide to various questions? Um uh, it just depends on the question, I guess. Um when you say it depends on the question, what criteria must a question have for you to put thought into it? Um I guess how much of an impact it has on the other person in the conversation. Interesting. Interesting. Um, do you believe that when you say impact, what sort of impact? So, I mean, if it's a if it's like a personal question, if someone's wanting like a uh, you know an opinion on a personal matter, you know, I'm gonna gonna give that a little more thought. Um, but if they have like a, a general question, like, hey, do you? Do you like this shirt? You know, it's just going to be like an off the rip, like, yeah or no. Or okay. do you like the shirt? Because that's what really matters. Interesting. Because I feel as though, all right, so I asked you um, why you are not currently wearing shoes. And you gave me a very well thought out answer. And <laughs> did you do so because you rated the impact of the answer to the question on me as very high? Um, no, I actually, I answered it just because that was, it didn't really require much thought, you know, it's like, I, I know that 
like body temperature depends, like I said, heavily on your feet and also on the top of your head. And so if you want to cool down, you know, if you're wearing a hat, take off your hat and take off your shoes and socks. And if you want to warm up, you know, maybe throw a hat on, throw some shoes on. It's just the again, way the body works. You, uh, um, again, it feels as though you gave me a, yet another well-thought-out answer. I feel like you're very good at this. I, I, I guess I'm just naturally naturally talented, maybe, because I don't feel like I'm thinking too hard about it. Just trying to go with the flow, you know? Exactly. Well, maybe that's your talent, is going with the flow. Hey, appreciate that, man. What do you do for a living? Ah, uh, wow. What do I do for a living? <laughs> um, currently, I work as a prep cook at a conference center, and I actually have, you mentioned Chick-fil-A earlier, I actually have an interview with Chick-fil-A um, on Friday for a second job because I'm trying to trying to save up some money, and um, they're paying $19 an hour, which is like unheard of these days. So it's kind of nice. I'm hoping hoping that I get that. So, but, you know, what I'm doing for a living is, um, whatever I can, whatever I can find that, you know, helps me out the most, um, in my future successes. Whatever helps you out the most in your future successes, um, your future successes. Tell me about them. What, what do they look like? Oh, well, I, uh, I, I, I love music. Um, I'm a musician, and so I I work hard at that. Um, so I'd love to have some sort of like a like a B tier career as a musician. Mm. Um, but for me, success really is like getting like a large plot of land and um, building a homestead on it, and being able to live off that land, and um, you know potentially provide jobs for friends and family, and um, you know, set other people up for success with my success. Mm, so a sort of sustainable farming thing where all of your food would be grown on the land in which you live. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I mean, on the land, you know, I want to do like a like a solar farm um, because in many states you can get like a nice tax credit for that and also would be able to provide power for myself. You know, maybe even like be, if, it, if it's big enough land... You know, maybe I could even have like a music venue there and do like some some concerts and festivals and stuff like that. It all just depends on the uh, the size of the land and the resources that I have available to me. I like that. Duncan's Farm Music Festival. <laughs> Duncan. Am I going to be sponsored by like Duncan Donuts? Do you feel as though there will be enough electrical outlets? Like if you're doing this in like a farm? That was a dumb question. Answer it anyway. There's no such thing as a dumb question. Is there? That's what my teachers told me anyways. What else did your teachers tell you that you remember? Oh, man. Um, what else did my teachers... Tell me, uh, Y equals MX plus B. Uh, I re that I remember that. I don't. I think that's slope uh, intercept. <laughs> uh, I remember that. Um, what are they? 
you know what? Like, none of my teachers really had too much of an impact, but my my high school principal had a huge impact on me. And, um, you know, he uh, he gave me a guitar for my 18th birthday, and he just told me to make sure to pay it forward and to just be good to people. And so mm-hmm. I've kind of, uh, that's really stuck with me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can't really remember uh, much of, much else of what teachers told me, you know, I guess I have, like, I have two questions to that. Um, okay. Uh, first question, um, your high school principal gave you a guitar for your 18th birthday. Yes, sir. So it's, so it's not as though you had a, a pretty close relationship with them. Yeah. Um, so for my junior and senior year of high school, I was teaching myself to play guitar and I would borrow friends guitars. And during spirit week, um, I would go around to classrooms and stuff and play guitar and play like covers and stuff to raise money for the said charity of that year. And he knew that I borrowed guitar to be able to do that. And he knew that I was like teaching myself. And so he decided that, um, he, he, uh, he asked me, you know, he's like, what's a good guitar. I'm going to get my son a guitar, you know? And, uh, like, I'd really like to know your opinion. And I, I told him like a tailor, you know, I, 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 do you know much about guitars? Do you know anything about guitars? I don't know a single thing about guitars. Okay. So like two of the most popular acoustic guitars are, um, Taylor's and Martin's and Taylor's have a really nice bright sound to them. Um, and so I told him that one and he kind of just played it off as if he was getting his son a gift. Right. Sure. And so one day he, uh, he's like, Hey, um, I got my son this guitar. I'd love to know what you think. Can you check it out? And I was like, yeah, sure. And so he, uh, he handed me the guitar and I, I played around on it a little bit. And I mean, it sounded, it sounded so good. And, uh, he was like, what do you think of that? And I, I, I was like, I think he'll like it a lot. It's a really nice guitar. You get, did a good job. And he, uh, he said, well, actually that's for you. And he, um, he purchased it. It was either him or him and the administration of the school got together and purchased it because they were all standing behind me, like filming it on their like iPhone threes or fours or whatever it was at that time, like 10 years ago. And, um, it was like a big surprise. And, uh, I'm actually looking at the guitar right now. I still have it. Um, but I thought that was really cool. I don't think uh, many people get that experience from, um, teachers or administrators in that school. And, you know, he, he was a really good guy. I got to shout him out. Like Stephen Chamness, he passed away, uh, like two or three years ago, but he really cared, you know, and it, uh, made a big impact on me. And yeah, it's, uh, the cherished memory and a cherished item of mine. Now tell me, you say that, what was his name again? Steven? Yes. Steven, what was, you, 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 you must have called him Mr. Uh, what was his last name? Chamness. Mr. Chamness? Yes, sir. Mr. Chamness. So, he, he, Mr. Chamness, he told you to pay it forward. Yes. Do you feel as though you have um, made efforts to pay it forward? Uh, I definitely feel as if I've made efforts. Um, I... To me, like paying it forward would be to um, eventually buy someone else a guitar um, or invest in someone else's like dreams in the way that he did for me. Um, 
unfortunately, <laughs> I've had a, a lot of uh, struggles financially um, and self-admittedly in my early 20s. You know, a lot of that was pure financial <laughs> irresponsibility, you know, and um, and then pandemic kind of threw everything out of whack. And so I'm working on getting all of that together now so that I can do a better job. But um, I've always done my best to like live passionately and just uh, just show love to people um, in general, like as a as an immediate, you know, response to meeting someone, you know, it's like you never know what somebody's going through in life. And, you know, if somebody's like in a, in a crappy mood and projecting it onto you, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's towards you. You're just unfortunately the one receiving that from them, you know, and it's like I've, I've just done my best to to show love to people and to encourage people and to uh, just be what I feel is a good person. Beautiful. Well said. Thank you, Duncan. <laughs> Thank you very much, man. Um, then, uh, yeah. Duncan, real quick. Is there anything that you'd like to talk about? Anything that you have on your mind? Like, could, oh, I, could right. I give I you some like one last question for you? Um, is there a particular animal? that you are most excited to have on this farm either to kill and eat or to domesticate (laughs) um so i'll can i split that into two questions like a particular animal to like raise for livestock and a particular animal to have like as a as a pet no let's just do the livestock type of deal just the livestock one just the livestock one okay um Hmm. That's tough. <laughs> I don't necessarily love the idea of uh, of killing animals, but I also am more Isn't keen that to do on farms as they kill the animals. Or I mean, I guess you can get it is, yeah. But well, like so, the farm primarily um, is for uh, like peonies, so like flowers, and so um, me and my partner have talked about you know getting into that business because um weddings like those flowers and they typically sell for anywhere between so 10 I'm and 20 dollars i'm hearing step. that you say that you want to that you're very excited to kill a chicken yes i'm super excited <laughs> beautiful thank you so much for sharing yeah. everything, Duncan. i really appreciate it hey thank you so much man you have a blessed night you as well Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by funlove.com. Oh yeah, that's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. Funlove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff if you're into that, penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts. Go crazy, folks. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, Therapy Gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. 
Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Factor Meals. I'm actually a huge fan of Factor, and it's been a large part of my weight loss journey this year. I've been using them before they sponsored the podcast, and their service is great. I hate cooking so much, and Factor makes it very easy to eat healthy, delicious food that I can whip up in the microwave or the air fryer. I'm a big fan of Factor classics such as the shredded chicken taco bowl, the Indian butter chicken, and who could forget the creamy tomato pork chop. I've been trying to count calories and lose weight and all that stuff, and Factor makes it very easy because the calorie counts and the macros are listed right on the box. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash gecko50 and use the code gecko50 to get 50% off. That's code gecko50 at factormeals.com slash gecko50 for 50% off. Hello? Hi. How's it going, Gek? Um... Mm, how's it going? 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 Um, you know, it's going. I'm a gecko I'm on the computer. You are a gecko on the computer. That's that is a fact. Is it a fact? Do you do you do you believe it is objective reality? Yeah. I do. Thank you. Do you believe that reality is a democracy? Uh, I don't even really understand what that question is means. I think what it means is that, like, um, <laughs> the uh, okay. So the acceptance of what is. Um, do you think that everyone sort of gets to vote on what is, or do you think everyone in their own mind gets to sort of decide and have their own experience of what is, and that there is a difference, and that there is a definitive reality versus everyone's perception just combined together what did you want to you had a thing you know what lou is your name yes tell me about the thing that you told our 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 dear friends uh that you wanted to talk about yes i the new calling system yeah the questions of reality i do like that the new calling system. I uh, yeah, I told them about the first time I got arrested. Uh, should I just get into it. Should I just get get right into it. We. I feel like we've already gotten into it. Depending on what it is. All right. Okay. So I was a freshman in college, and I was tailgating a football game. Uh, we're out there. Having a good time, hanging out, drinking some beers and whatnot. And then game's about to start. We're heading home. We see the team walking into the stadium. And 
for whatever reason, I decided I was going to follow them and go walk onto the field with them. And somehow I successfully managed to get through the tunnel and walk through with the team. I walked all the way around the field and I was hanging out for like 10, 15 minutes, maybe handing them waters and whatnot. I took a video of myself down there and then put the hand on my shoulder, got dragged out, gave me the uh, good old sobriety test. There's a group of like eighth graders or some, some, somewhere in that age range watching me and I just felt so disappointed at that moment and then I get thrown on a bench look up and one of my my friends who I was hanging out with earlier also was arrested at the same time completely different thing and then we spent the night in jail together and it was uh, quite, quite an experience Would you ever go back to jail? I, I did go back to jail, but I do not plan on going back any more times. I've, I've been to jail enough for a lifetime. Um, tell me about the second time you went to jail. The time's not as fun. That one, I was just, we were just having a party, had some jungle juice. We decided that we were going to go to McDonald's at like 4 a.m., and so uh, we, I grabbed one of my roommate's keys. We and me and a bunch of dudes packed up in the car, started driving around. We like, drove around for a little bit on some dirt roads. We were going really fast. And we finally bombed up, started driving to McDonald's. And then a cop pulled us over. And then I got arrested for that, which that, that one just kind of sucked. But... <laughs> Did you experience anything in the joint that changed you? Um, in the joint, kind of. You meet a lot of interesting people in there because, well, at least the way they did it where I got arrested, we all just kind of got put in one cell together and had to wait for the night so you meet a lot of interesting people like that i met a guy there's there's some few people who are like regulars at the jail and this is something that i've found other people i know who've gotten arrested have also experienced and the, the, those those people are quite interesting and give you a, a good change of perspective on life tell me about um any one of these people in particular that you met and what it is that they told you that changed your perspective One of the guys who's in there, got, he, he claimed that he got hit by a train and something like that. And I don't know. I, I don't know what the whole deal was with that. But it's just interesting to see how, like, why they, how, how do you keep ending up in jail? You know, like, what, what forces are at play that causes someone to do that? But I also did that, so why Why don't I understand that? I don't know. Maybe that's something I should go talk to a therapist about. If you were to go to jail a third time, what do you think it would be for? Um, it would have to be something... It would have to be something big, like... 
money laundering or it'd have to be it'd have to be really worth it to to go to jail for a third time maybe like i've always liked mob movies and stuff if i could be in the mob that would be that'd be cool what do you think you would do for the mob shake guys down you know burn down buildings for insurance money That, that sort of mob stuff, maybe on a strip club. Would you cook for the mob? If I had, a, I, I maybe own a restaurant. The mob, I would let the mob hang out in. But personally, I, I would not, I would not like cooking for the mob. I've, I, I did, I did work as a cook once. It was, just, I liked it, but it was not, it was not something I could do long term especially for mob people because then you know that they got they got high standards and if you don't live up to that then that's not it's not good for you do you think the mob would like you yeah I don't know that's 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 for the mob maybe I, I, I don't know Depends on if I, things go well for me, if I, if I was doing a good job or if I blew it on my first job, then maybe they, they wouldn't like me so much. I like you. I, I like you too, Gek. Thank you. I wonder, I wonder if those, those people, I, I, I'm still thinking about if those those two married couples did that did that thing or not i hope they call back sorry to change the subject that just popped into my mind is this just am i cutting out or are we just quiet what okay i i didn't know if my phone was cutting out or if we were just if we were just quiet would you kill someone for the mob? Yeah, probably if they paid me enough. Not not if it was just like if it was like another mob guy who like killed someone in my mob group, then I would I would kill that guy. But if it was just like, hey, this guy didn't pay us money, you should kill him. I don't know if I would do that, but then they might kill me, so maybe I would. The mob might kill me if I didn't kill that person, you know, maybe. If I was in if I was in that deep then maybe I would I would have to do that. What about for a hundred thousand dollars? Hmm. Yeah, probably. If I was in the mob, I'd probably I'd probably be I'd probably do that. They probably pay less people. They probably pay people less. I, I feel I think that would be a good on the high end of pay for a job like that. Well, thank you so much for in, calling in, in Bob. Thank thanks for having me, Gek. Of course. I hope you have a good rest of the night. Thank you as well. Hey. I want your opinion on something. Oh, sure. 
So, um, background, I'm 18, right? I'm a senior in high school. And obviously, this year's a little messed up because of COVID. And um, they decided to change up homecoming. And what they decided to do is instead of have it in the gym like they usually do, we have a pretty big gym, so it's not like that crowded. They decided to um, have us have it have it be a formal event, so like suit and tie event. But we are going to our local zoo to do it outside there, rain or shine. You're having homecoming at the zoo. Yeah, homecoming at the zoo. Okay. And I recently changed my mind about it. I was like, I, at first I was like, I think this is a lot of other people who were. Uh, in my grade as well, it was just like, oh, like, hell no. Like, that's so stupid. That's, like, what What are they doing? What are they thinking? But now I'm kind of like... See. What's your name again? Uh, Grant. Grant, here's my fear for you. Do you have a date? Okay. Do you have a date to homecoming? Uh, I do not, no. Hmm. Here's my fear for you is let's say, I don't know, maybe, maybe there's a girl you have a crush on in your, in your school yeah. and, um, you go and you ask her out, uh, to homecoming at the zoo and, um, and she says, you know what? You seem like a sweet guy, Grant, Grant, right? Yeah. Grant, G-R-A-N-T. Grant, he said, you seem like a sweet guy, G-R-A-N-T. Um, what, why not? What the hell? You know, nobody else asked me. I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 go, I'll go with you. Sure, I might have a good time. I'll try to have a good time. You guys get there. Yeah. And on site, she locks eyes with a cheetah. With chiseled abs. Oh. And a high level of charisma. Speed. Athleticism. A degree to which you literally physically could not match. And she goes, she turns to yeah. Grant and she says, hold on a minute, I gotta, I gotta go to the bathroom. And then, you know, <laughs> half an hour passes, something like that. You're like, where, where the hell did she go? And then, um, uh, you know, you... Maybe you go outside to smoke a cigarette. I don't know. You're 18. You can do that. Go outside and um, you see and her. The, the age is totally 21 just now. Making yeah. out heavily with this cheetah, which is, by the way, not only. I mean, because that's that's not only a, a sort of a physical attraction. That's a very emotional attraction too. Because to make out with a cheetah requires a deep level of trust. Because the cheetah could easily, you know, bite her face and rip it off, or a yeah. deep, or a deep level of lust. Maybe, maybe she's so attracted to the cheetah that that she's willing to risk it. And and you feel heartbroken yeah. because you look at that and you go, "Will anyone ever trust me the way that the way that she trusts that cheetah?" 
I think that is a valid fear. I like, like I know I can't run. Was it like sixty-five miles an hour? A cheetah can run. It's something like that. Bring it up to the principal. Tell him everything I said, because look, there's going to be a lot of broken hearts that night. Um, yeah. Because, you know, human people are just not as sexy as um, you know, cheetahs. Jesus. If I'm being honest, I prefer I prefer an, uh, another animal other than the cheetah. I, I, I don't know what animal that is yet, but I know it's at the zoo. And my well, my nice. my initial my initial thought is monkeys. Well, Grant, I but, think that's something you should talk about in real therapy. probably right because you're not a therapist but thank you very much for calling and i hope you have a wonderful rest of the night thank you thank you for listening i hope i hope you have a great night too Lyle. thank you grant i know when that hotline gack that that uh, it cannot i uh, hello i know when that hotline gack, oh is this gack that, that, uh, it can only mean one thing that, that, what rhymes with gack uh, mech, deck, trek. Hello? Um, Hello? Spec? Spec rhymes with gek. Dick, what about Shrek? Di- dick doesn't Shrek? rhyme with... Dick, Shrek rhymes with gek. I uh, But it wouldn't work... I know when that hotline gek. <laughs> I... Yeah, that goes pretty well. Yeah, you know what, who... That's the real question I want to know is, uh, is you know, I want to know from you, like, who cares about anything ever in life, you know? That's what I want to know from you. I mean, huh. I mean, it depends what your priorities are, I guess. Because, like, if something's really important to you, then you could care for it, you know? You told one of my two fine... But shout out real... By the way, I gotta leave a shout out real quick. Cause I don't know if I've given this shout out yet, but shout out... To K Lizard and uh, Tim shuts the door. Um, they've been screening the phone calls tonight, doing a wonderful job. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. You told I don't know which one you talked to, but you told one of them that um, you you are you're a college man. You're educated. You're young. Oh yeah. You're bright. You're spry. Your brain is enormous. I mean. I'd say my brain could be a little smooth at times. I mean, it has its ridges. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm going to college. It's going to be a pretty interesting experience. Mm. Okay. What's, um, are you going to, uh, have you ever, what, uh, let me ask you something, I mean, deep down, really, like, what you called in, right? Mm-hmm. What, how, what do you, do you want something out of the, what can I, what can I do for you? That's what, I, what can I, what can I do for you? What can I, what can a guy on the computer, what can I, of, of the limited sort of resources that we have, of my limited, you know, ed, personal education and life experience and the fact that we're a digital medium, medium, I mean, just with what we've got, the situation we're in, 
How? What can I do for you? Hmm. I mean, you're a gecko. I'm a gecko, and a gecko knows how to survive. And I'm trying to survive in college. But I know how, know to, how survive to survive to the up. age that I am. I'm sorry, you were go. You did exactly what I was trying to get you to do, and then I completely interrupted you. What were you saying? Uh, you know, I just need survival tips from the survivor man himself, the gecko. You need survival tips. Okay, what are you trying to survive? I mean, you know, I'm now a broke college student. So, you know, I need to survive, you know, how to get food. You know, I just, you know, just, I feel like a rat scavenging for parts. You mean literally survive? Yes. Or just metaphorically as well, you know, whether it's mental I mean, metaphorically or literally, you know, are you are you actually struggling to find food every day? Oh, not every day. I mean, it could be occasional, but it depends how much I have in my wallet, you know? What are you going to school for? Mechanical engineering. Mechanical engineering. Um, oh. well... Here's the thing, and I went to school for film, so um, mentally surviving going through film school, super easy, like way easier than mechanical engineering. So you could do that. I mean, here's the thing is you chose, uh, I assume for good reasons. I don't know the reasons why you chose, why, why you choose to do the things that you do in your life, because I don't, um, I mean, you could always tell me, but as of right now, I don't know. Um, you chose to do something really hard. Mechanical engineering. I'd never do that. That's too hard. But you chose to do it. Why'd you choose to do it? Oh, I like taking things apart. And I like putting them back together in new ways. Whether it's cars, bikes, anything really. That's a wonderful reason. That's a wonderful reason. Okay, great. So you have chosen to do something because you like doing it. And you've made that intentional choice. And you seem as though the choice, um, even though it leaves you in a state of struggle was being made for intentional reasons. Your struggle... No, I'm dead serious right now. Your struggle is intentional. That's the most important part. Uh, I guess that's true, yeah. It was made out of my own decisions. Exactly. That's the most important part, I think. Is your struggle's intentional. You chose to go to school for mechanical engineering and suffer because it was important to you. You know? Suffering's inherent, I think, yeah. and uh, you know we get to choose how we suffer. Sometimes, if you're lucky, that's right. Why did you choose film? Did was uh, it easy, or did you have a passion in it? Why did I choose film? I think I don't know. That was just sort of I went to college because it just felt like the next thing to do. Um, but now I'm an internet gecko guy. But it, it, look, enough about me. Um, okay, well, okay, did you eat, what did you eat today? What did you eat today? <laughs> I'm gonna be straight up. Be I straight had up. two pieces of bread, and then got it. I put ham in the middle, and then I got another piece of bread. <laughs> I put cream cheese, strawberry cream cheese in there, and then I had some flan. I mean, I got it off a of Safeway, but, you know. Some like, flan? Installing me right there. What, yeah. Some flan? Like, like the cake flan? 
I mean, I wouldn't consider it a cake. It's more like gelatinous. Yeah, gelatinous. Okay. Look, dude, uh, you're, by the way, you don't have to be ashamed when you're talking to me about this kind of shit. I eat, I'll just, I, I had, actually, I had a kind of similar thing. That's what I ate today, is I ate a sam- two pieces of bread with ham and, like, some Parmesan cheese on it, and then I just took another piece of bread, put a piece, put a couple pieces of turkey in it, sprinkled some mozzarella cheese on it, and then just folded it and ate it in addition. So it was like a, a sandwich and a half. Um, all right, so you can afford bread. You can afford multiple pieces of bread. Yes, substance. Well, temporary substance. Okay. All, okay, all substance is temporary. There's no such yes. thing as permanent food. Unless you're a plant. Well, no. No, never mind. I take that back. That would be very cost efficient, though, permanent food. It would be. Then you wouldn't have to worry about food. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if you could just eat a sandwich permanently. Man, I feel like you get tired of it really quickly. Like... Like you'd lose dopamine from eating that. Like I don't no, know. You wouldn't. You would no, you. you that it's the exact opposite. You wouldn't lose. You wouldn't get tired of it at all because you'd only have to eat it once. Oh, I thought you meant like consistently eating it. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, half of a sandwich that'd be pretty dope. Yeah. I actually think the opposite is quite tiring. Having to huh. scavenge for food all the time. Yeah, it's like you're a little rat in the sewers, just looking around, trying to get what you can. You said you feel like a rat. You told me that earlier. Yeah. I do, unfortunately. Do you think that this will be your life forever? I mean, I say it's temporary. I mean, life is suffering, but I wouldn't... uh, I mean... I wouldn't really put it, like, to say it's permanent. I mean, this is just going to be four years of my life. Yeah. yeah. Well, look, uh, so. four very intentional, struggle-filled years? Yes, very intentional years. That's the most exactly. important thing. Look, because here's the thing. Here's what you could have done. Is you could have... Actually, actually, I don't know. I don't know what you could have done. I don't really know your life well enough to tell you what you could have done, but... I mean, I'm sure that maybe... Actually, I'm not sure. I don't know anything about your life. But, you know, you could have pursued more comfortable options. Maybe. I don't know. That's very true. That's very true. You, you could have um, I mean, you pursued do have more comfortable options. But you didn't. You chose a harder thing because it was important <laughs> to you. So, look. Here's the thing. When you're eating shitty fucking sandwiches and scavenging for food and struggling... Um, uh, let it Let it be of some amount of condolence to you. Hopefully, hopefully this can can get you through when the times are tough to the to the light at the end of the tunnel in which the times are maybe a little less tough is the fact that you chose this struggle. You know, that's the thing. Revel in the autonomy of of um, the horrible situation that you are in. Until until um, until. Until you reach the light at the end of the tunnel, where you get to um, be a mechanical engineer, man. 
Exactly, bro. You know, just four years, and then after this, I won't have to worry about it. Beautiful. Unless we get hit by an asteroid. Or you have a brain aneurysm, or you get cancer and die, or someone kills you, you get hit by a car. I mean, look, death is is an ever-present thing, you know. So, enjoy enjoy life while it lasts. Hey, man. Same for you, man. You're you're the gut trick, man. Thank you, man. You have a good rest of the night. You too, bro. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.